Welcome to Don't Feed the Trolls podcast. Over the last 22 episodes, we've talked about a number of different topics. Uh, The DIY hustle, how to follow your dreams, the important role of empathy and self-esteem, how to stay positive in a world that seems so addicted to negativity. Well, we think all of these ideas collide in today's topic, the long middle, that excruciating part of the journey that isn't close to the beginning or the end, and it feels like a lull. That part of the journey where we're tempted to give up or throw in the towel. It just takes some time, little girl, you're in <laughs> <Yeah>. the middle of the <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Nate. And we want to welcome you to Don't Feed the Trolls. A podcast where we discuss trending topics, art, and culture. Through the lens of our experiences touring the world and creating art vocationally. We hope to bring topics out of the minefield of the comments sections. And into the sphere of reasonable dialogue. Thank you for listening. So we're going to talk about the long middle, Nate. I think we've experienced this a lot with our projects. And we're probably there now with this podcast. Everything's gonna be all right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's bring in Matt Carter, who I would say, Matt, you're a bit of a fire starter. Uh, you, you you inspired us to start this podcast, and it seems like you really enjoy the energy of starting new things, like <laughs> in in like a social setting i'll watch you go around the room and just really empower people verbally to achieve their goals you've got your hands in a ton of projects in any given time uh and we wanted to ask you uh to share about how you deal with the long middle uh if it's something that you come up against but real quick i don't think people out there know necessarily who matt carter is who is matt carter Come on, they know, please. <laughs> yes, people out there. Matt Carter is uh is one third of the Bad Christian podcast. Um he's uh he's a, a member in the band Emery. We've toured with uh he's toured with my band, The Classic Crime, uh a bunch of times. I've actually played bass in his band, so we know Matt pretty well. He's from Seattle and he's um, like I said, a bit of an entrepreneur, got his got his hands on a lot of different things. So, Matt, welcome. Thank you. Uh, how yeah. do you how do you see this long middle, this lull, this middle part of a project, and and if you see it, if you experience it, uh, how do you how do you overcome it? Are there projects? Sorry, I'm asking a bunch of questions, but are there projects in your life that are in this phase right now? Yes, uh, yes, of course. So I don't know if you brought me on as an example of somebody like you said who starts things because you didn't bring me on and introduce me as the person who always finishes things and keeps up really good in the middle because I'm not sure that I am good at that. I do have some strategies and some thoughts on it, but I will start by saying that I think it's very important that the starting part is obviously exciting. It's exciting for a lot of people and uh, definitely what I'm mainly into and my premise for, for starting something is something like this. If it's worth existing, just do it and then figure it, figure it out. So, Do it. So if there's a band that needs a record release and it won't get released otherwise, or a podcast that could exist that I think would be great for a smaller, medium, or large fan base, whatever it is, I think it's worth doing. If I get the idea, I want to do it. Right. Um, but, of course, the obvious thing on that is, well, if you do too many things, you won't be able to do them all well. So right. That, in general, 
I do have a pretty good success rate. I don't like. I know a lot of people that start stuff and don't finish it or see it through. That's me. I, I don't think that I am on that list. I think that most of the stuff I do gets a, a certain mo. If it, if you have an intense enough start, then there's a but there's a momentum that comes with it that should be able to be sustained. So very rarely do I find where where something if it gets enough attention at the beginning. Uh, if it's worth existing, then there'll be a way to make it. Push so you're through. kind of saying that starting well, if you build a big enough fire at the beginning, then it should uh, it sh- it'll take a longer time to die down. That's right. and, and should help you through a big portion of that long. Yeah, day. right. And I'm not saying yeah, exactly. If the more you can get going, the more momentum you have, the more coals you would have in a fire would be the analogy there. Then there, you're going to have a big base. At, you know. If you don't have any coals there because your fire is small, and as soon as the heat goes out, it'll go out. But if you've right. got some stuff with tails in there, if, basically, if you put enough curiosity and imagination and time in and inspire other people is my main trick. I mean, to be honest, what I do is get other people going on it so that when I inevitably move on, it's running. <laughs> that's really is what my main biggest trick is it is, like you said before, inspiring others and motivating other people right. to follow me and then... Now what? Now if I can demonstrate through enough sure through persuasion and willpower and results and my genuine curiosity, then the other people will see. If I can get through that first three months of the project, where right. see we're out here now. This exists now. There's possible money here. Can you go get it? There's stuff here. Can you do this? Right. Are you interested to take over this part? And I can get people to get there with me. If I can bridge yeah. that first part, then usually we can we will make it. Uh, you're also saying there that 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 other people sometimes along middle can be you know you're paddling alone and that can be really really difficult but if you inspire other people to join up with you in some form and and are a good people manager then they can help carry you through that that lull how how many projects are you currently involved in oh let me one popped in my head just a second ago that is i'm in the long middle of and it's not going super well but it's not a big deal and so i'll just see if i can make that make sense here so i started an email list for ketogenic diet recipes so there's no money there nobody depends on it and me and Hayne and toby my friends were going to share some recipes with all our fans of podcasts and stuff about it because people are really interested and we've been doing it and it goes pretty well and there's a huge demand for it but i don't get an email out every week and then at some point it, it now it feels like this thing where oh yeah I've got to do that this week or I'll look bad or feel bad. But there's nothing There's nothing on the line. I don't have to do it. It's not right. a failure. Yeah. There's no capital invested. There's no income being lost. It's just, you know, I would like to keep up and I don't. So I can let that go, but I'm probably not going to. I'm, I'm t- coaching myself into, I just got to do that. I want to but do you it. Have, it's, wor- it's worth doing or can I get somebody else to do it? That's so what's that's in my a, head this week about that That's a bit of self-talk to get through the long middle. Uh, you yeah. know, when the energy is gone, you say, that's worth doing. I want to do it. And it's not necessarily about the destination. You say there's not like yep. major goals to turn this into something financial. Right. It's more about what is it? Commitment? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's some discipline to it. The more stuff you do, because like Nate, you're asking all these projects. I'll try to list projects that I say I'm involved in. But the point of them is they all translate to one another. So the more projects you can do, the more projects okay. you can do. The more skills I have in music and music production plays into podcasting, plays into communication, plays into writing, plays into emails, plays into marketing, crosses all those things. So the more things right. I get good at and I'm able to do and have 
cooperative, complementary people working around me, the next thing that shows up that we want to do, right. it's going to be that much easier you know, you have and we'll have great, the discipline yeah. You have it. that great ability to see things. Nothing is a waste, right? It's all, it's, it's a lesson learned. And I think that's kind oh, of Oh, exactly. Yeah. I don't people, have anything being, I don't feel like anything's a waste. Like if we beat our head against the wall to learn something that doesn't work out, then we're still way farther down the road. It doesn't bo- that doesn't bother me at all. Right. And, and when you finish. look at life as, as a story with a beginning and a middle and an end, um, the point of any good story is the character arc arc yep. the change that happens to you not necessarily the destination you arrive at you know it's more the journey and mm-hmm. so when you're doing things you are changing you are growing you are learning and to see that it's it's hard we live in such a materialistic society we want to see a return on our investment uh-huh. we want to see a destination achieved and a certain number in our bank account or whatever right but in reality if you're looking at, it, at life from like a story perspective it's more about the change that's i mean not to be too cheesy but the change that's happening within us and how we're personally growing through these commitments we've made to these projects that we're trying to finish yeah. yeah. Well, you got to be careful to make sure that you. That it's all about starting. The more I th- keep thinking about it, because the only reason I start something is because of genuine curiosity and genuine interest. Like right. that. If it's not that for me, I will not do it. Like I've never been able to succeed at school or something that's for somebody else for, or for a boss. I don't. I do not get any motivation there. Right. And so I need to, for me to be curious and motivated. And if so, that's, that's where it comes from. I don't usually seek money first at all. Uh, it, it's usually, I feel like if you can build, if you can succeed, if you can get enough energy and momentum, then you can succeed and then money may follow, probably will, if you are successful. One of your employees is texting me right now as we're having this podcast. So. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> that's how good you are, Carter. It's like, I got... I got people you're hiring hounding me right now for stuff that Sherwood needs Good. to do. So. Good. You, you put out my record. You have two podcasts you do or three Let's podcasts? Let's see if we can make a list. It'll sound like I'm bragging now, but you brought it up. Let me give it a shot. So I'm going to say Emory is my biggest thing, uh, okay. which I do a lot. I manage, essentially manage Emory uh, and run, run that business as well as write music and do most of our recordings and <laughs> am a band member. So that's a multifaceted thing. And that's how I got trained up on, oh, you can do stuff yourself. So running that band and, and getting it off the ground and knowing everything about it is was my mainly my training ground for the last 15 years. So then we started Bad Christian, which is a large organization. So there's the podcast itself, but then there's just Bad Christian in general, which is blog, books, uh, website, things like that. Other podcasts like this one go on there that I kind of run that. And then also there's, uh, you know, we write books. We're going to try and write some more books. And then BC is going to release other people's books. So I've been working on with Aaron Lunsford and some other writers. We have a guy on staff now. We're developing a, like a, a publishing division for that. Uh, we do a record label. So I sent, and these things all, some of these things all are called BC or under bad Christian, but um, we do a record label that, that, I pioneered with McDonald and I put together that that functions pretty well by itself. I do my podcast, break it down. Uh, I do that uh, keto list. I said I run a podcast network called Jabberjaw that is separate with some other people, and um, we're we're, uh, we're making documentary films and we're making a documentary film. (laughs) McDonald Nine Lunsford and a a director guy. So uh, we're working on that documentary now. Uh, You know, there's several other little things like that. Star of your own YouTube channel. That's yet to happen. We'll get there. We'll get there. (laughs) I've collected a lot of video equipment. I've been into video heavily lately, but I haven't made the 
jump into like producing stuff full time, but I have like four thousand dollars of video equipment sitting right beside me over here. I just haven't got all the way into where I want to be with it yet. But that's where my curiosity has been lately. So we'll do more video soon. I think here's here's what I want to say about all this is that uh, when you have all these projects going on at once. The temptation is to uh, just like them all to sit in your head. Like you got a list of 30 things you do. Do you write things down? Because that's my problem. Sometimes I wake up and I have so much to do. And where do I start? Where do I begin? How do I prioritize? Calendars? Apps? Okay. See, that's where... Okay, so I have a, a three-pronged approach to that. I was, for the longest time... Uh, and this speaks to the middle, but what I consider the middle in daily tasks are the hardest thing of all to do. So my life for the last three years has been perpetually do exactly what I want to do. So it's either the most exciting thing or the biggest emergency with a deadline. So that's all yeah. I'm doing. Every When I wake up and start, I am fired up. I'm excited. I got five things I want to do today and I will do. I'm never bored. Um, and then, oh crap, five emergencies came up today that have to be dealt with immediately or something I'm delinquent on and it's really bad. Um, so it's either the most exciting thing or the biggest emergency. So you're and either so, starting a fire or putting one out. Exactly. And then if, <laughs> exactly. And then, but there's a great amount of stuff that's not either one of those things. And I never, ever get to that email, pay that bill, uh, you know, put my stuff in the calendar, write that down, run this errand. I never, never, never get it done. So the third prong approach that's very helped me recently was to go ahead and just get some support. So I took one of our, uh, workers, one of our partners, employees, and paid her out of my total money to be full-time support for me and everything that I do. And so now I spend more money out of my pocket to have assist, essentially an assistant, and that is massive. Like it's, I, I, I can get done way, way more. I mean, way more than it costs me out of my pocket. It, the, the payoff is there. Right. Some of it's longer term payoff, but that's I, I, I have no problem with that. So I've really increased that by just farming out stuff to, that's certainly my weaknesses. You know, from calendaring to scheduling to organizing, I can't. Right. I just have no. I mean, I, I have four or five phone calls this morning and three more I want to make today, and that'll just take up my whole day, and I'd be pumped. Yeah. But that you, you can't get everything done. My inbox, I can't deal with it that I way. Like what you, I like what you said about curiosity, um, and I think it kind of stems out of being a musician and writing songs and, and, and mm-hmm. doing things for the right reasons. Like you say, w- whatever I'm curious about, that's, that's how I start. And I think that's kind of like, I mean, I, I just want to make a, a comparison to songwriting because... I had this moment on the road with my band. I might have said this on another episode, but where I was like looking around and we were riffing on a joke and everyone was going around and riffing on a joke and they were adding to it and adding uh-huh. to it. And I was like, this is the reason why we we got together in the first place and could write songs is because you have this, what's next? This right. curiosity. What if I did this on up here on the neck? Or what if I changed this beat or what if we did this or what if we did that and the same like it's funny that the collaboration is what you're speaking yeah about but there. it's but it's curiosity yeah. and it's riffing and there's something about like riffing on a song that is similar to riffing on a joke that is similar to allowing with an idea allowing that yeah, creative but, curiosity to drive you to start yes. the project but yes. the, but the problem really is the long middle is that you know people start projects as a distraction to not finish projects so but people if you're go, not getting, if you don't get other people involved, you're in trouble because it'll just be you, right? I mean, the th- so the hardest thing for me to do is my podcast break it down because it is just me. Yeah. So you need so, you need that help. 
Yeah, like when I look at BC Music, I think to myself all the time, oh, shit, this thing's running, and I don't know if I've helped in the in the last 10 days. Is everybody going to be mad at me? Is everything okay? <laughs> and that's what I, you know, that's real. Like people depend on me. People count on me, you know, so that's really is something. And then if it, if it was by myself, it's like, okay, no big deal. I can, I can drop. So in, in having other people depend on you and speak into it and be complimentary of like have complimentary skills is very, very important. Well, a lot of people are pretty scarce about inviting people into their story or into their journey or into their project. You know, the, um, we have a, we have a need for control. And I think what you're saying is you, it's going to have a lot higher success rate if you give up, uh, some of that control. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think just missing Sherwood, you know, having not having done it for so long and coming back going, oh, you know, having the multiple talents come together is is great because I'm only good at so many things. I'm not good at everything. Right. You know, I mean, that's the problem, too, is that, uh, you know, some people try to make up for the fact that they're not good at everything and then they kind of do a part that sucks and they go, I'm just going to throw the whole project away. Like, right, yeah. that's what a lot of people. A lot of people give up. Now it's okay to give up though. If some stuff isn't worth doing, that's so it's good to recognize that though. You know what I mean? Like there probably are a bunch of other things that I haven't followed through with, but that's okay. Right. Uh, I think yeah. that's just fine. I mean, if somebody's going to try to do as many things as I do, I understand there's a liability there, but yeah, you, know, you have a you have a great detachment from like feeling super responsibility i feel i feel for like other people like letting people down like pretty deeply uh, i don't know if it's like a loyalty thing or if it's my own ego that like i'm trying to protect um but you're you're pretty good at being like well you know if there's no energy there i'm gonna put it somewhere else and and i'm i'm always thinking about like well i said i was gonna do that and now i'm not yeah. really and i feel really bad about that it like gives me stress well so you guys you gotta address to it in on reality's terms there like if it's if you're not into it i'm sure the people that you are doing it with would like to know that anyway and that you know what i mean that's not comfortable necessarily but that's what, what i would say look if i'm really not into something I, I i'm more obligated to let the other people know the amount that i want to put into it than kind of push through or pretend like this is where, where what i yeah, care about any- and i expect that from other people can anybody really be into something for that longevity? Like, are you really into Emery the way you, you, you no. were into Emery? No, but I'm clear and upfront about it, and we build around that. So what's the point? What, do you, what, what keeps you doing it? Emery's made it for 15 years, and it's not because we worked harder for all 15 years. It's because at this point, we know exactly the right amount to do because we, we're lucky, but we soberly assess what our value is, what it's worth, who wants to do it, who doesn't, and how much. Right. But, versus full speed ahead until it blows out and everybody pretending like they're all in. That's not realistic. And I expect that from people I work with. We've seen that happen with a lot of bands who can't retool. I'm trying to think of just like an average, like we have people who listen to this podcast. They're not, they're not in bands. They don't write songs. They don't do podcasts, but they might want to take another job or move to a new city. Right. And they get close to doing it and they don't. Because why? Oh, this, everybody's scared of everything. That's I mean, have you not talked about that on other episodes? Oh, everybody's scared. It, First yeah. of all, put it this way. Here's an exercise for people to think about. If you had resources, what would you do? What would you be doing? And so for, for me, that's always really easy. There's a bunch of stuff that I'm into, but the sad part is there's a great amount of people that if they had time, freedom, and resources – 
they don't have anything in mind. What would they do? More video games? More, I don't know, a better vacation next year? What like, would you create? Right. What would you do if yeah. you if you just were supported? Like if it was just going to work out? You know, I'm sure there's some cheesy way to ask that question, but I'm just saying if you had more time and resources, what would you do? And a lot of people don't really have a good answer. They just assume they would do something cool, but they really, mm-hmm. there really is nothing there. So it really, again, stems, stems from the the ideas but but you know and then people don't want to do stuff like move i I know so many people that don't move to a new city or save up enough to ever do the thing that they thought they wanted to do but that's because they didn't really want to do it saying you want to do it's totally different than being consumed with it and you can see that when if you want to talk about it like people that try to do budgets um you know people's like oh i'm gonna do the dave ramsey i'm gonna keep up with my budget but then they just wind up spending anyway and just doesn't matter I saw some video of like uh, Prince worked as like a night janitor to like pay for his like studio time. Yeah. And so everyone who's saying like, I can't afford studio time to be a musician. They just don't want to do it as much as Prince did. But there's, yeah, but there's a switch. It's not just about white knuckling either. I mean, if you see people, it has to be what you're into. It's really a pure sponge uh, curiosity deal because that's what gets you through the long term. Let's say, that you want, you, you see those people that get into budgeting and paying off debt, you know? And so at first they think it sucks. They can't go to Red Robin on Wednesday night just because they, they didn't feel like cooking. And then they realize they saved $36 from that. And, and it's, it feels like a pain. But at some point with the people that are successful, it flips. And then you start hearing them coming home and saying, Oh my goodness, we saved, we put $472 toward the credit card this month instead of the normal $200. Isn't that awesome? So now they're stoked on a different thing. They used to be stoked on going out to eat. Now they're stoked on paying off credit card debts in some way that that gives them endorsement. Like they're into the thing itself. Right. They become into it. And so so that's that's, that's what gets you through. Yeah. And that's, that's totally, that relates to the long middle for me. And I'd say my, my biggest thing that I can do at the end of every day, if I'm in the middle of a project, I'm in the middle of writing this record right now, um, is these little steps that are like bricks. And if I can lay one brick a day, if I can open up a song, work on it, switch the course around, change the pre-chorus, just for like five or ten minutes, get into it, then uh-huh. I can go. At least I, at least I did something today. But did you like it? Is the is the the more question? I mean, you wouldn't do it if you didn't like it. Because think how many people say, you know what, I'm gonna do a solo album, and they just don't, or they start doing creative stuff, right? In sessions, but they never will finish them. But the, the, what I would suggest there is they are in it. They, they, the thing they say is not the thing that they really like. What they're talking about is making an album, but what they're really picturing in their right. head is it being complete and showing it off or being on stage <laughs> yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. Actually, but to me, yeah. making records is by far the thing I like. I don't you care. fall in love with the work. Like like Jerry yeah, Seinfeld. That's you right. Know, he's a billionaire and he still does stand-up. Why? Because yeah. he loves the work. He loves I comedy. like making the record. When it's done, yeah. I don't really care. I mean, I don't care if we get to perform the songs and I don't. I, I hope it sells well and stuff, but by the time I'm done working on a record, I, I'm done with it. I mean, it's gone. Right. It's shipped. I've gotten all the enjoyment I'm going to get out of that record by the time it's made. It's not yeah. something I'm going to enjoy in the future. Same with budgeting or saving for money. If you don't enjoy the, if I didn't enjoy the, all the phone calls I had today, then I would not do them. But I do enjoy it. So that's how I'm going to get through. Mm. You, you know, the Bad Christian Podcast is a little bit 
older than us by a couple years. Uh-huh. You know, you're into this thing. You've got weekly obligations. You've got maintenance. You've got recurring stuff that you have to do. You know, you're you're well into the long middle. I don't even know. Can you see the end of the Bad Christian Podcast? Or you're just like, this is something I do now for inevitably. Yeah, well, I mean, we've had, there's been a lull, I would say, for the probably the last six or eight months where it's been steady and holding. So it's like meeting deadlines. You right. Know, money, money comes in. It's a real job, but it's meeting deadlines. And I'm, and I, I think we're gearing up now to, to, uh, to go to a, a new level. So we're making a few changes involving some other people, spending a little bit more money, paying ourselves a little less money. And, uh, that's like a reinvest, a little bit of a reinvestment phase. Cause, I, cause instead of like, we kind of got used to it, like fat catting, like, oh, it works. It makes money. Let's just make our deadlines. And that gets boring. Right. And so we're kind of doing yeah. a, uh, not a relaunch or rebrand or anything like that, but internally we're making a recommitment and reinvestment and to see if we can go to some other levels. Um, and, and, and see if there's, if, if by doing that, not only the quality will get better, but I'll be more engaged again. Like I've been right. making myself get up on Monday. We tape on Tuesdays, so I get up Mondays and don't do anything until I've mapped out the episodes and making notes and done some prep work for for the the next day's show. And that just yeah. now I'm more interested in it. I'm going to do a better job. Uh, there's other people dependent on me, and I'm going to try and get them to do some extra preparation too. And then we're all back in it. Right and like it's gonna, I think it's the quality is gonna be higher and more opportunities will present themselves and I think it will work. So you got to freshen it up a little bit. Yeah, you, you had to do something to freshen it up from time right. to time. We're doing acoustic shows all year for Emory this year. All, that's all we're doing for touring is acoustic shows. Yeah, and I decided that because I was a little bit bored of playing in clubs, understandably for. 12, 13 years in a row. So acoustic shows are fun. So he said, I'll tell you what, it's our band. Let's do only acoustic shows all of 2016. And it's been amazing. I'm fired up on it. I love it. Really? We're going to get every market in the country. And then 2017, I'm going to do something different. And so far, the only thing I've got in my head is play uh, with no clicks or tracks or anything like that and just like get together an organic, real uh, (laughs) dynamic set that's not as loud and play it in clubs again. So and that'll be fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, I'll be back into I, it then. You know, I'll care think, about it more. I think one thing that I miss about being in a band is I, I think it's hard to identify. It's a couple of things I would, we talk about a lot. But for me, it's hard to identify the thing that you're into when you're doing something creative. There's so many elements that go on in a band. Like, I couldn't tell you, like, what it really is about Sherwood that I really enjoy. Because there's a thousand things we do. That's true. Um, so over the years, it kind of morphed. But one thing I'm realizing is that I get really passionate around other passionate people. Like if I found a guy who's like, man, I really love to do this thing, that gets me excited. And Absolutely. so I don't know. It's like crafting other people's excitement, moving yeah. it around, organizing it, micromanaging it. Manipulating it, whatever you got to say, and motivating other people. You know, it, there, There's a bunch of effects of, the, of multiple people. One is they depend on you, so that adds some responsibility, which is almost always a good thing. I mean, you, you'd have probably admit both of you guys are better men because you're parents, right? Not worse. Right. Yeah. Okay, so you can handle more because you had a kid. Because you have more responsibility and you're smarter and wiser in a forced way. So same thing when you have band mates or partners or employees. Mm. I mean, employees is a huge motivation to me. We have probably eight or ten people that make part-time and full-time living based on things I'm connected to. And it's freaky. Like it's very motivating. So, And then the other part of that is the, how complementary they are. If they do different things that rub up against what you do but are, are different skills. 
Right. So McDonald and I are really different, and that's really good. The things that he is good at aren't all the same ones that I'm good at, and with Toby, it's the same way. So that both they both depend on me for just in a matter of responsibility and also for complementary skills. Right. Well, yeah. I, I have a question because it because it seems you know Nate and I have been really really busy, and 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 summertime for bands is 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 rough. I'm working on a record. Nate's got a record that just came out. Mm-hmm. Sure would some things never leave you. So go pick that up or stream it. It's out now. <laughs> um, and he's doing a tour. I think it would and- mean. I think it would be more mean more if Carter said it. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is called uh, sure uh, the something. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. <laughs> Something but we I think put it's out. out. It'll be out in, like soon. I don't remember when it comes out. Last week. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. Uh, that's right. I knew that. Um, yeah. So so we're busy, and the podcast kind of has taken a bit of a back. Like we had all this energy. Nate, uh, Nate uh, initially started putting all these hilarious videos online, making these video memes, and we got a lot of attention on our Facebook page, and that's kind of like dwindled off. And I think we're starting. You know, we're twenty two, twenty three. Well, if you count other episodes, like twenty seven episodes into this thing. And the initial start energy fire thing has pretty much died, if, if I'm fully <laughs> honest. So we're, we, are, we are just going, what do we talk about next? Yep. And how do we meet this deadline? Because we want to make a weekly podcast. We think it's worth it. We, we believe we get the emails. People say thank you. So we think it's worthwhile work. However, it's not. we're not making any money from it. There's mm-hmm. other things that are kind of more pressing. And so it's taken a back burner sort of, you know, we're not, the energy's not there. We're getting it done, but the energy's not there. Let me and, help you a little bit. I've yeah, got help, some, help, help, help us with that. Let me help you with that. Yeah. So first of all, podcasting is one of the, the things that people drop so easily because it's, it's easy to get into. So, oh, a microphone and computer, cool, I can do a podcast. Oh. I can quit real easy too. Right. It's not, you know what I mean? It's very easy in and easy out. Most podcasts stop after episode three. Right. So, um, Oh, only three. I thought it was like 10. It's, it's low. I mean, people stop quick and it doesn't, and it's just too easy to get in. So it's easy to get out or drop off. Plus it's hard to have success. So, um, first of all, you guys are successful. You have great big numbers, thousands and thousands of people, um, listen to everything that you do here. I was just at Disneyland sitting in the hot tub and there was two guys in there and they were talking about one was a bartender and one uh, has some other, I think they're both in food service and they kept talking and bragging to each other and they were just kind of like, I just sat there quietly, but they there was probably 12 people in the hot tub and these two guys were dominating the hot tub. They were ruling and that passively they knew 12 people were like listening to them and they had the floor and, the, and and this is their vacation and they're bartenders and they're not particularly important nor do they have anything much to say uh, at all which goes back to what I was saying earlier if you have something that you can visualize and want to do and say that's great and these guys did and they had the floor and they felt like a million bucks I could see it in their eyes like wow I think all these people are listening to me 12 13 of them <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, and that's their vacation. That's back to the regular life. And to, I would think if they knew that thousands of people hear them talk about what they wanted to talk about, which in this case wasn't anything interesting anyway, <laughs> then they would have just been elated. They could they could not have believed how uh-huh. how how great that would have felt to have a microphone and be able to speak and have something important to say like you guys do to thousands of people every time you turn it on. So that in itself should be highly motivating. Yeah, and maybe that's the problem is that like, you know, you don't really know how big your fan base is and you don't get the kind of response. You don't have like thousands of, you know, you're not Kurt Cobain like on the last episode where you get like, you have a dude that's just taking your fan mail and there's thousands and thousands of letters showing up every day. So is it the response? But you have to make it 
you just have to under you have to use your mind to understand the realities like that and remind yourself. I mean, don't don't be shy about talking yourself into something like cognitive behavioral therapy yourself is what I like to think of it as. I'm I'm kind of good at that, but yeah, and it's not yeah. It's also getting a shift in perspective. I mean, cuz cuz to us it's a grind. Anybody who does a podcast, whether you're Joe Rogan or or Joe Schmo, it's a grind and yeah. and it's a hard you, one you have to sort of go this is worth it because i'm i'm adding something i'm giving something i'm sharing something exactly again who who if you just went to that, those guys in the hot tub and said okay i tell you what you do have 7000 people listen to you every time once a week what are you going to say they ain't got nothing <laughs> they don't have anything to say you do yeah. and people want to hear it so if you if you can't find the motivation there, shame on you. That's good Secondly, motivation. somebody asked me today about your show and was is inquiring about advertising. So I'll give you the details more of that about that later. Hey, wow, but someone wants to advertise. hang in there. Don't I mean you know plenty of plenty of stuff. That's plenty. exactly exactly what we're doing, and I think but I think every project, regardless of what it is, has a has a moment where it stops being the priority and something else takes over. And there's mm-hmm. this long sort of we're just getting through it, and that's I think the last few weeks we felt it. Have out. you ever heard of marriage? <laughs> I know, right? Okay, don't worry about it. You got to spice it there. up. You got to yeah. take your project on a date. You know, yeah, you got to you got to drink a glass of wine. You got to <laughs> feed it some drinks and. Yeah, I know. Sometimes it's boring. You don't know why you're doing it, and it's just all for for five or six years in a row, and then the something happens, and you actually have a good, a good weekend or two. <laughs> the marriage. Oh man! To recap, sounds like it's kind of personality. Some people are better than others. You got to get some motivators in the camp. You got to get some dreamers in the camp. You got to get some numbers crunchers in the camp. Right. And you got to get someone who loves to be a secretary, I guess, and just organize your life. Well, right? it's about so, being Matt. present. Can you tie that to it? I mean, you have to. You can't. You can't. The the whole other thing is talk. Oh, I want to be in a band. I'm going to start this with my career, with my art. And you're never going to get anywhere, but all you're thinking about is where you would be later down the road versus what you're doing right now. So you have to design the projects you want to do based on your enjoyment of them in the day-to-day, not the finish line. There is no finish line. Like I really like this conversation. This is fun for me. So this is good. Like this, Why wouldn't I do this with my time right now? It's, there's no finish line, is my point. That That's the, the worst whole... with musicians. They're all I can see them a mile away that are in the studio when I've been in sessions or recording bands. They're thinking about when this record comes out and they're on stage and what what they're how I mean that that is so far off from imp- the the way to look at it. In my right. opinion, today I was editing the podcast that was due yesterday, and I'm editing it this smart this morning um, with my kid crying and my brother like, "Hey, take me to the airport," but I'm listening to this guy Chris Hoke talk about loving these gang members in prisons and i'm i'm just like riveted by the conversation so even today 20 25 episodes in or whatever i'm tired i don't want to end at this podcast but there's something there i'm like what this chris guy is saying is just motivating me to keep going i think sometimes we just see the we just see the work we don't see the good parts is is, is it like the like the chores list adds up and then we don't Mm -hmm. we forget oh but we we throw the benefit list away. Is it a mental thing? It's like, got it's it's seeing... ought, it's ought to versus get to, and I think it's a perspective thing. Like I get to do this, not I I have to, not I ought to. I get to. You just yeah change yeah. your perspective. Yeah, just think about it like marriage too, though. I mean, it really is. It's, it is the long haul, and and there's certain commitments. I mean, you make them, and it doesn't matter. You're just gonna you're just gonna hang in there 
and be, you had to be honest about where you are in it. If you can't edit anymore, then you might have to make a change. Oh, we don't edit. We go live. Whatever right. it is. Oh, we don't have the marriage that I thought we would. Okay, well, you know what? Let's do this. I mean, you have to be able to look at it soberly, assess it, and 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 you owe that to yourself and other people. You can't just say, one day when this podcast is huge, I'm going to, nope, today. Do What's next right week? Yeah. What's the sober yeah. assessment of next week? Right. Yeah. How do you make it better tomorrow? Next week, we're going to have sweet ads because Matt just said, well, <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Huge. <laughs> Hell, yeah, well, we've been ad-free up until this, uh, this point, and I'll, I'll do a little ad for our Patreon, patreon.com slash don't feed the trolls. If you want to make sure that we don't quit in this long middle, <laughs> pledge a dollar to our Patreon. we got a bunch of uh, exclusive content up there, and uh, every little bit helps. Um, we're not going to quit. We're, we're, we're sticking this out. We see the benefit of it. Say we have 2,000 listeners, Matt, and they all gave us a buck. We could double our content like yeah. that, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. You'll be so sorry if you if anybody that had a real audience and then quit. One day you'll want to say something again, and you'll be so sorry you don't have anybody listening anymore. <laughs> We're serious. We'll have to be a guest on your podcast. Yeah, I know. Then quit. you just have to be on my podcast. Like, you know. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. Well, thanks for your insight, uh, Matt. I know you got to get going. Uh, you got about fifteen things you got to do today, obviously. So, um, one of them is take Georgia to see Dory at the theater this evening. Finding afternoon. Dory. So, yeah, it's going to be good. You know, I realized okay. as a as a Finding Nemo literalist that it's plausible that Finding Dory comes out thirteen years later and Dory is still alive because. The type of fish that Dory is has a twenty-year lifespan. So, really? Yeah. So you you you, you <laughs> you're safe to watch it and, and and believe that it's a true story. Good, because that was going to take me right out of it. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> man, oh. that just went to the next level. I don't even know where we are. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Matt. Appreciate yeah, thank it, you man. Guys. Uh, Keep it up. Good yeah, work. Man, I love thanks, your man. show. It's wonderful. Appreciate it, man. Take care. your lesson, a slight discretion, the lines to keep you, the lines that sweep you, lock the doors from the inside. Your face is so contagious, it wears announcements, it leaves me breathless, I won't forget this. Well that was Matt Carter, good friend of ours, uh, host of Bad Christian Podcast, um, helps, helps me with the label work I do at BC Music. Um, Break It Down podcast. Break It Down podcast. I mean, he does a billion things. Uh, he's a guitar player and writes a bunch of songs for the band Emery, uh, which we went on tour with in 2006 for the first time. So it's been a long time that I've uh, been engaged with Matt in different projects, and he's uh, he's definitely got the CEO mindset. Like he just yeah, he's great. He lights fires. He just goes around. I've seen him do it. It's hilarious. Like if gaslighting is convincing someone they're crazy. Maybe if fire starting is convincing someone they can do something. Like he, he's yeah. just always going, "You can do this. You can do this." And he's yeah. and he's living it. He's going around and doing things that wouldn't get done otherwise, and totally based out of his own curiosity. And I wonder if I could figure that out. Like he's doing video yeah. stuff now. Like I can figure out video so I can live stream things. And then he just starts buying stuff and doing it. And uh, that that's inspirational. And he's taught me a lot. Uh, you know this I. I'd argue to say that this podcast wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Matt Carter. Yeah, I would say Matt is a just he loves to get other people excited about things, which is a rare gift because most people like to just get excited about whatever they're excited about, get other people into whatever they're into. And Matt's taken many phone calls right. and given us hours of free consultation 
and didn't charge us and uh, wants to help us for some reason. I don't know because right. uh, do I want to help his projects? <laughs> what, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's yeah. weird. I'm no. He's always I'm giving like, it away. He's giving it away, and I think that's the that's the free free to play model. You know, nothing's wasted. And I think when we're a little bit more scarce with um, with helping, uh, we we actually miss out. We lose out. And sure, I, I definitely think that that's true. That sometimes you know you just you just gotta help, and people see you as a helper, and then they when 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 the money comes around, they'll. They'll pick you up for it. So, huh? So that's huh. our uh, that's our podcast on the long middle. Remember, starting is exciting, finishing is fulfilling. But the long middle, the slog, the lull in the energy, when we're tempted to throw in the towel, we 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 got we just got to plug plug away, right? We just got to keep going. We're, we're we're programmed. We're programmed to think that life is the beginning and the end for some right. reason uh, when we get somewhere, but. The long journey, the long road, Chase the long middle. Chase the bigger story, the bigger, better story. Um, I'll actually, I've, I've got, I've got a great quote from uh, Donald Miller. He wrote a book called "A Million Miles in a Thousand Years: What I Learned While Editing My Life." So he's got this quote from his book. He goes, "I think this is when most people give up on their stories. They come out of college wanting to change the world, wanting to get married, wanting to have kids, and change the way people buy office supplies. But they get into the middle and discover it was harder." Than they thought. They can't see the distant shore anymore, and they wonder if their paddling is moving them forward. None of the trees behind them are getting smaller, and none of the trees ahead are getting bigger. They take it out on their spouses, and they go looking for an easier story. And I think he's kind of mm. relating to, like, maybe, I don't even, maybe infidelity or, or something. There's these cheap stories that we can go chasing after soothing ourselves or trying to fulfill ourselves and often those stories are a, a cause caused uh from us not living the bigger story the better story being the character who has to overcome adversity and difficulty and challenges to get something that they desire and that's what the long middle is mm. all about it's about changing our character we stick with it so that we can get better not so we can arrive somewhere so man that's man, our words I love it words to leave to leave our audience with um as always uh feel free to email us don't email the trolls at gmail.com nate do we have any other announcements to make before we say goodbye no, i just i just i'm just convicted by this thought i had just now that i just want to say thank you honestly from the bottom of this little growing heart of mine that uh, you're listening to this podcast um, like Matt just said, you guys have a, you have a thousands of listeners who listen to your podcast and that's no small feat. No. And I think you and I have taken that for granted a little bit and the way we kind of quickly discuss things. Right. And, uh, that's kind of just sitting here with me that like, there are many people who do podcasts and have no listeners. Right. And yet they still do it and put it out there. And, uh, why are we so lame? You're hundred percent right. We 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 absolutely cannot do this without people. We would, I mean, I guess we would still try to do it with like 15 listeners, but the fact that we have thousands and we do is insane. And uh, so we just thank you guys for tuning in each week and uh, and sending us your emails and giving us your feedback and sharing with us your lives and your stories and how you're overcoming some of the things that we're struggling with too. So. Uh, it's a yeah. good, it's a good little community we've got here, and and we're very thankful for it. 
Yeah, yeah. And honestly, I listened to the the uh, Chris Hoke episode today as I was driving home after I called you, and uh, it was just I was excited listening to it. Like it was our first episode. Yeah. So I felt a little bit today. So it's kind of cool we did this episode. It was a good reminder, and I felt a little flash of that that beginning. So. Thanks for listening. Don't feed the trolls. Email us at don't email the trolls. Keep sharing us your stories, and we'll uh, see you next week. Free?